the Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro and CrumbleCookies.com. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is July the 12th of 2023. Today is National Pecan Pie Day. Okay, National Pecan Pie Day. No pecan. I know people that say pecan. And nobody has a better pie mm-hmm. than Leslie's Meemaw's Pie. Yeah. Absolutely the best one I've ever had. All right. I'm going to have to have her make that for you at some point. Today is also National Etch-A-Sketch Day, if you want to celebrate that. I still have the original, and it's broken because I'm pretty sure uh, I had something really cool on there, and my brother uh, made me mess up by shaking it. Yeah. It was weird, though, when you were young and you would put privates on the Etch-A-Sketch. You're an idiot. That was Kyle that would do that. Oh, he was a fan of the military. Yeah. So, coming up this morning on the Breakfast Club, which you guys are about to check out here in just a few moments, we'll speak with Dr. Feelgood himself, Dr. Shane Spites, mm-hmm. the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas mm-hmm. State University. We'll do some doc talk. I'm a little bit scared about our next guest because yeah. Bethania Bure Harrison is coming in from KJNB, CBS, and Fox. I don't know why you're scared. <laughs> Because I know what this is going to turn into, and I already hate it, because what? it's going to be a Bash Brandon festival. Y'all, Bash Brandon is called, It's that just basically means he gets told the truth. Yeah, but see, sometimes I can't handle the truth. Thank you, Jack. So, you're welcome. Uh, Kelly knows me very well. We've known each other for a long time. But Thanya doesn't know me nearly as well, but I think she feels comfortable to tell me uh, when I'm obnoxious, when I'm a diva, <laughs> much like Kelly. So the two of them in the room as we kind of talk about a deal we're doing on TV with North Eats, Arkansas. I'm a little bit scared of that. Yeah, good. Uh, Also coming up on the show this morning, Emily Angiano, who is from the Miracle League of Jonesboro. There's a child safety and fingerprint event coming up. Uh, Rodney Poff is going to be on today if he wakes up and shows up. Okay, Brandon. You never know. He's busy with the Cajuns magazine. I'm so busy. So Rodney's going to be here, uh, Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care with Wet Nose Wednesday, and we're going to talk to our buddy Danny Graham from Ag for Autism. Uh, we had the opportunity on the 4th of July with 4th Fest to raise some money for Ag for Autism, and Danny's a good dude. Yep. Uh, he's going to be on here this morning as well as you get up and get your day started with Arkansas's morning show and the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you're looking for something that's going to make you happy, something that's going to make everybody in your family happy, everybody at your office happy, Mm -hmm. everybody in the world happy, you got to think about crumble cookies. And on the menu this week, semi-sweet chocolate chunk. Chocolate chip, but make it chunky. A delicious cookie filled with irresistible semi-sweet chocolate chunks and a sprinkle of flaky sea salt. And what about this? For you Oreo lovers, they have the chocolate crumb featuring Oreo. So this is a rich Oreo cookie-filled chocolate cookie that's topped with smooth vanilla cream cheese frosting and a sprinkle of Oreo cookie pieces on top. How about the peanut butter crisp featuring Butterfinger? A rich cookie bursting with creamy peanut butter, melted chocolate, and crunchy Butterfinger pieces. And what about the lemon cream pie? This is a sugar cookie with a lemon cream pie-inspired filling topped with whipped cream and a fresh slice of lemon. How about the honey bun? A deliciously rich cinnamon cookie smothered with a honey butter glaze. And they have have the cookie butter white chip featuring Biscoff. It's a warm cookie butter cookie that's packed with Biscoff cookie pieces and creamy white chips.
Christmas. Check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can always download their app and order online. Save yourself some time. Just go to Crumble Cookies in your app store or find them at crumblecookies.com. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by the man whose memoir will be much more salacious <laughs> than Britney's tell-all book. <laughs> He's going to be your Frankenstein. Dr. Shakespeare's. Dr. Shakespeare's. Dr. Shakespeare's. Y'all, he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University. Like, he's a professional, Mm -hmm. and he gets that treatment. Dr. Shane Spice. What's up, man? Uh, Well, it's all that Britney book. Yeah. I guess it comes out this fall. I'm curious. Do you think it'll come with crayons? Oh, Shane. But it's Britney. Okay, let's be honest. Oh, I'm sorry. No. No. So it's it's pictures only, then. (laughs) Hey, I'll buy the Britney Spears picture book. Listen. Short sentences, is that right? Pictures <laughs> only. awful. Dr. Spice, uh, I know you're trying to uh, play it cool, but you are uh, similar in age to Brandon and I, and how could you have not have been a fan of Britney at one time? I just... Uh, no? That, that, wasn't my, that wasn't my group. I was... You might have been surprised who... Um, what was in my playlist growing Jesse up? Jesse McCartney? I'll just say that. Well, no, you wouldn't have. I don't know. Maybe you not, would not have been. Who, who do you think was in my playlist when I was growing up? I'm going to say some Motley Crue. There absolutely was some Motley Crue in there. There was some ACDC. Um, back in the day, it would have been like Skid Row. Oh, I was going to say uh, Skid Row, yes. Of course you had oh, to have yeah. Aerosmith, right? Of course. Oh, yeah. my gosh, yeah. I mean, so a lot of the classics there. Uh, but then in you know in college, you had... Uh, and I was a I was a country fan too though I, I listened to all kinds of, of different types of music, but I didn't listen to her. Okay, <laughs> just, that wasn't a that wasn't a wasn't I wasn't a, a Britney fan. So she a lot would, of people were, which is great. No, and, you yeah. know, each to his own for sure. No, she was a kind of a musical crush. I've ended up having I don't know if you know this, but a number of musical crushes over the years, huh. most of which I end up uh, as Kelly would say manifesting into real friendships or relationships. Brandon, I, they're not friendships. Yes, they are. No, they are not. Friendships. I'm going to text my friends right now. Well, and I'm going to text think- Families Inc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say. Okay. I think it's classified as stalker. No, it? see, <laughs> uh, you and my wife say the same thing. I appreciate hmm. that. Uh, so we, we come to Shane, and the great thing about this is, is you know, this dude's busy. He's the dean of a medical school, and he spends time with us every morning uh, basically to provide information, and we do doc talk, and we kind of catch up on what's happening and things we can be better about with our health because – the one thing that we have that's going to last our entire life is our health, hopefully. Uh, and we got to think about that early because a lot of people, we start thinking about trying to be healthy way too late. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why Shane comes on. So what do you have for us today? So I got a couple of things. One thing is kind of catching the news. And so I want to go ahead and talk about it uh, with you guys and your listeners. And it's going to sound strange because we don't talk about it in the United States, but malaria. Mm-hmm. Um, and so malaria is a mosquito-borne illness. Um, actually, the mosquitoes carry a parasite, and when the mosquito bites you, they inject that parasite into your bloodstream. Now, we don't typically have that here in the United States. It typically occurs in third-world countries. It can be devastating, causes lots of deaths worldwide. 
whenever we see cases here in the United States, it's usually because somebody from another country has come into our country and already had the disease. Right. What's going on, though, there's a case that popped up in Texas of an individual who, who came over and had it. But there are six cases in Florida, and oh. the problem down there is they're picking it up in mosquitoes down there. Oh, so they're being transferred by mosquitoes, so, and people don't even know. Yeah, so basically somebody with malaria oh. gets bit by a mosquito. That mosquito then bites somebody else, mm. and so it kind of starts this. So they're doing a lot of heavy surveillance and mosquito killing and all that down there. I just say that as it's something to watch. Because this is not something we typically see. And I'm sure with all the crazy weather, with it being hot, with all the, you know, the rains and everything, they had a lot of that down in Florida, a lot of crazy weather down there. I'm sure that has something to do with it as well. But just something to be aware of, because that's not a typical illness that we see here in the U.S. Uh, we don't, that's, a, that's usually something you read about or hear about in, a, in another country somewhere far off. But it's just kind of catching our attention now. So if people hear about that, um, like I said, it's actually a parasite that the mosquitoes carry that is injected into us and can cause all kinds of issues in terms of fevers and chills. And then it can start to kind of affect your organs, can cause kidney failure. It can affect the brain. It can be, can be fatal. How would you know you have it? Well, it's, you know, typical cold symptoms, unfortunately. Uh, So it's kind of hard to pick up on. And it's not something like as soon as you get bit by the mosquito, you're going to feel sick. The incubation period or the time that it would take for you to get sick can be anywhere from a week to a month. So oh, typically, and that's why we're kind of concerned about it, because you're watching down there, you start to see some of these cases pop up. There may be cases down there that we're not familiar with that may not pop up for another couple of weeks or so. So I think that's why there's a lot of tension being drawn down there, certainly into the Florida area. Um but also a case in Texas. Well, think about all the people who travel to Florida like this time of year to go to the beach and they come back. And we know that in Arkansas, the state bird of Arkansas is the mosquito. So. <laughs> exactly. So that's, that's another reason why I bring that up. Yeah. Hey, don't um, tell, don't tell Kai that one because Kai won't go outside if he knows him. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, all kidding aside, it is a good, I mean, remember mosquitoes do carry, you know, carry diseases here. We get, um, uh, we'll see West Nile. Um, sometimes in in uh, even into Arkansas, so it's not uncommon to see that here. It just is a reminder to where you know when I mean most people don't want to be outside when there's mosquitoes, but if you're going to be outside or you have to be outside, be sure to wear um, or, or utilize like an off or a you know some sort of, of, of repellent that has DEET in it uh, that you that uh, works against the mosquitoes to keep you from getting bit. So that's a you know mosquitoes, ticks, and those things they can they do carry things that can make you sick. So so be sure to get you to put your put your bug spray on whenever you whenever you go outside in the evening or whenever you're gonna be deep in the woods or um, sometimes even in into your just in your yard you'll you'll pick up some of that. But just kind of beware. Well, this could explain um, the the rash that Kelly has on her right arm. Brandon, you're an idiot. I wonder if that's malaria. It probably is. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a hypochondriac like you, so. <laughs> Hey, she did say that she got tore up by chiggers the yes. other day. Is there anything she can do for oh, chiggers? Man, and let me tell are, you, oh. let, me, let me tell you, it's almost as if I went and took off all my clothes and laid in leaves and did an angel mm, yep. like you would in the snow. And I don't even remember touching a blade of grass, but I was uh, yeah. in the woods hiking. And yep. my body itches now. What can she do for yeah. that, though? Because you don't want to scratch them, right? 
There's not a lot. I mean, that, that's kind of a um, grin and bear it. A lot of the, I mean, there's things you can put like some topical hydrocortisone on those to help with the itch, but a lot of that's just the response, the body's response to the actual uh, bite itself. And it never fails. It's going to be, it likes those tight uh, spots where like your, um, where your, your uh, pants fit or your belt fit, yep. you know, right there, even your underwear line and things like that, uh, where elastic is, you know, it's notorious for getting the, into those spots and, Gosh, they itch like the dickens. <laughs> is it true? For you. Is it true if you take uh, fingernail polish, clear fingernail polish, and you dab it on said chigger that um, it will help the itch and kill the chigger? So I, I, I have I have heard that. Now I don't know that. that but first of all, it's not the it's not that the it's not that the chigger is there anymore okay. what happens is is that um uh, you know they they feed the the mites um oh. the mites uh, feed on, on humans is what it is before they fall off so mm. it's not that the chigger's still there it's just that you're getting um you're getting the remnants of, of when the chigger was there before um it it releases this um this liquid this digestive enzyme so to speak um that um I mean, this is probably more than you want to hear. <laughs> no, tell her. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm listening. And so what happens is, is it tries to, um, it's trying to t- drink basically your skin tissue. Oh, uh, okay. This so is the movie causes, Alien. It causes this intense itching. And usually um, the worst is like in the first couple of days, it'll go away after a, a while. Um, they, they typically, the chiggers are going to fall off of you, you know, once you, once you, start to scratch or whatever um, they don't usually, but ankles, lower legs, behind the knees, waist, uh, growing area. Um, there's, there's just not a lot. There's yeah. just not a lot of, I mean, you, like I said, topical, like, um, cream solutions, um, Benadryl can help in terms of antihistamine. Um, I'll let you know about the fingernail polish. Make sure you clean the area. Well, take in. I'll let you know about the fingernail polish. I have like 21 uh, dots of fingernail oh, polish. I, and I didn't have any clear, so I just that. used, I yeah, used let blue. Me know what you, <laughs> yeah, let me know how that goes. Okay. I've, I've heard that. I've not seen any evidence about that. All right. All right. I'm conducting my own study, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Did you wear it? Did you put any bug spray on, though? Did you Before you went out, did you put anything on? Um, There's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm learning. I learn. I will learn. Mm-hmm. Because that would have helped. That actually helps with, with chiggers, too. Yeah. So like a, any, any mosquito repellent or bug spray will help. With that will help, yes. Again, Dr. Shane Spites joins us this morning, the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine. What else you got for us? Hit me with something else. So this is a big thing, and I'm, I'm, I'm actually – so let me just – let me paint this picture for you, okay? Okay. So uh, two kids come in the clinic. Um, one of them's kind of sick, you know, not feeling good. The other one's really sick. Okay, this is, this is just this week, too. Uh, the youngest one, um, I think the youngest one's probably four or five. The other one's, um, you know, 15. The 14, 15-year-old is, is, is sick, not feeling well, cough, congestion, fever. The young one, fever up to 103. Ooh, gosh. Um, really sick, not just not wanting to eat, not wanting to do anything at all. A um, lot sicker the younger one is. Uh, kind of scratching your head, what is it? Kind of going around and around and around. Looking at everything, run kind of a panel, they Oh, they both turn positive for flu B. Oh gosh, influenza right now. influenza type B. Now let me so and obviously you're saying well influenza. This is July, right? And you're right. We don't have influenza here in July. However, 
as we go through the history and we're going through, okay, who were you around that was sick? How, how long were they sick? We, we kind of backtracked and have identified that the likely source was an individual who had just traveled uh, to an international airport in Florida, two, two actually international airports in Florida. Right. I say that because right now, Australia is getting hammered with influenza. Golly. So here, here's what people need to realize. We look in the southern hemisphere. We look below the equator, so where Australia is. Right now, it's their winter time. Mm-hmm. We look down there to give us an idea of what to expect in terms of a flu season, which is coming up <laughs> on us here in the next few months. No. So that's a kind of an indication. Australia right now is getting hammered with kids being hospitalized with influenza B. Mm-hmm. 80% of their hospitalizations in Australia for influenza are children under the age of 16. So it's a big, and and the reason why I say this is the vaccination rate down there was only like 16%, 16 to 20% amongst kids. So they didn't get the kids vaccinated, and they're having a huge outbreak of influenza type B among kids under the age of 16. And you can you can Google it. You can pull it up actually on the internet right now and just, just, just type in Australia flu season 2023, and you'll find all the articles about it, because a lot of it's just happened in the last month, uh, but they're seeing a, a big surge of pediatric cases. I say that because that's something we can look at seeing happening this fall. That can be a predictor for us in terms of what would be coming here this fall, so it's something to take note about. Uh, you know, the, the, these two kids that I'm telling you about, they're recovering. Uh, the youngest one didn't need to be hospitalized. But it was, it, and it, it, there's a couple of things to go with that. Number one, influenza. Uh, be be uh, certainly be aware this fall on your kids. But also, this is some of the highest travel we've seen way even before COVID in terms of international travel. Right. And so we can see things pop up that we would normally not see in our country, at, at even in, even in the middle of the summer. Y'all, he's there with the good news and the bad news sometimes. <laughs> he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State, Dr. Shane Spites, back with Doc Talk. We appreciate you, dude, and we'll talk to you back here next Wednesday, all right? Guys, thank you so much. Hope you have a great week. All right, you too. you too. Dr. Spites on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined in studio this morning by Bethania Beret Harrison from KJMB, CBS, and Fox, uh, who I already realized that this is a mistake. What are you talking about? I already realize what this is about to turn into. Oh, no. And this is not going to go good. Why? Because there are now two women in here who like to um, hurt my feelings. Hurt his feelings. Do you like how he says that? Because we're honest about certain things, we hurt his feelings. Yeah, we just tell you the truth. What is No, mm. I don't like the truth, though. Don't you realize that I can't handle the truth? Well, this is I true. am paid to lie to Brandon. <laughs> Actually, it's been a good gig for her, though. <laughs> no, so uh, the reason Bethania's coming in, number one, she's on on TV, and we have a partnership with the TV station. Uh, number two, if you've seen our social media, we're about to launch a, a little special, like a food deal. The first time we talked to you, you came in here, and we were like, "Hey, we like food." And you're like, "Hey, I like food too." <laughs> That's right. And we're like, "We should do a deal together." And like a year later, we're going to do it. Woo! Finally. Are you excited about it? I'm very excited. I like working with you, Brendan. 
Even though you don't think I do. <clears throat> no, I can tell. There's times I get on her nerves. I can tell that. Well, yes, that's yeah. <laughs> See, and and I think when you work Thanks. with someone, you have to be able because you know I can tell you that too. Yeah. So I think you have to be able to tell each other that and keep going. You're getting on my nerves. Yeah, that's okay that. to say that. Yes, yes, or you're doing this. Hey, you should stop doing this. Like you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be straight up. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Okay, so she... that yeah. See, she's not from here. <laughs> no. And we've talked about this uh, kind of in the past. She's like, man, we're, you know, in my family and where I've come from, it's like people are just direct. Yeah. And you're like, hey, here in, in the Mid-South, people are a little bit more, how would you say? They it? add, they just add a little, sh- a little like, bless your heart. Or, and then they say it. Or they'll say like, they'll add, you know, like the compliment. I guess it's a compliment sandwich. Yeah, they're fake. Yeah. What she's saying is, is Which is fake. appreciated, but um, it's not fair. I mean, yes, there are those. Absolutely. <laughs> But but then, you know, there are people that have been just taught to say it with more sugar on top. Yeah. 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 But you want direct. Yeah. So like when direct. you're getting on my nerves, I can just tell you you're getting on my nerves. A hundred percent. I would appreciate that. Yeah. I don't believe And I respect this. it. I respect it more, yeah. I think. I don't believe this. We'll, we'll try, try it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it'll Test happen it. before we're done here. I guarantee you that. So we're doing a deal. No, it will. Because I can <laughs> so already tell. See how lit he gets? Just, just no. excited. He's excited to be. I'm not lit. Kurt. How I lit? said Kurt. How lit Kurt? Yes. <laughs> I went Kurt. Okay, I'm not lit. Uh, we're doing a deal, though, called North Eats Arkansas, yes. where we're going to go around to different restaurants, and we're going to try food, and, and we're going to show that on TV and our social media and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, We've had the chance to go out and do a couple of them. How would you say we've, we've done uh, three shoots so far? None of this has premiered yet. We're kind of getting some uh, put back. How would you think it's gone so far? Okay, I think it's... I think it's successful so far okay yeah i've gotten to know brandon um i think our first one we were a little nervous i didn't know what to expect but i think the second one was great then the third one was even better so i think i think it's going to be a hit i really do so the idea that we get to go places and you know me if i can if i can go somewhere and i can eat for free I'm signing up for Done. that game. Done. <laughs> like for real. All you'll have to do is drop in to Brandon's DMs and say, hey, man, we got you today. There. <laughs> Boom. So the first place we went, we did our, what we would call like the pilot or the sizzle reel yeah. uh, with our friends at J-Town's Grill. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Kaylee was there and hooked us up with with all the stuff and, you know, Jeffrey and he, he brought the whole crew out to kind of support what we yes. were doing. and. Uh, it was it was fun to be there and like they literally picked the stuff that I love Ooh. to serve and I don't know if they did that on purpose but they brought out that uh, the ribeye cheesesteak which yes. is to yeah. die for. I was not expecting to like die for the food it was so good yeah so then I'm like do you like chicken wings she's like yeah you know wings are fine you know blah 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 right. I typically don't go out and order wings I said have you had the J Towns wings mm-hmm. yet and we had oh the opportunity to uh, to eat those J Towns wings. And you're right. You don't need anything on it. Like I was going to dip it in ranch. He said, "Don't dip it in the ranch. Just try it first. Mm, yeah. And I, oh my gosh, the mm. flavor! It was, it was, and it was what the dry. The, yeah, the dry rub. It was yeah. amazing. I don't even eat the dry rub. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Best so, wings I've ever had. Really? Yes. Boom. Just Boom. like that. So that's going to be the first one that we put out, and then we also have had the chance to go to uh, Salad Station, which was fun. Oh. I'd never had the the chicken Caesar um, salad. It's a salad wrap with like the croutons, and they crunch mm-hmm. it and they put it in a wrap. It's a very satisfying place to go if you like oh. to watch people make stuff, and yeah. I love that. And you just and you get to pick whatever you yes, want, you know. Yes. So that's what I like about it too. And they have this dressing there that I will like talk about it until I die. It's the chipotle vinaigrette, mm. but it's so amazing. It's good, right? Yeah. So we had a great time there, and then just this past was it last week or the week before? 
I'm confused on days. I feel like it was the week Bethania, before. He gets confused. Same. I mean, same. So we're <laughs> we're the same there. But I think it was the week before when we went to Rice Box. Rice Box. Yeah. And do you know I've had Rice Box? I think four times since then. Legit four yeah, times. Because that was his first time. Mm, they're so <clears> good. He'd never been. Mm. I'm oh. obsessed with rice box. The poke amazing bowl, I get it every time. Yeah, and I'm like, I want to venture out and try something different, no. but but you it's don't like need that, to. when that one's so good. Mm-hmm. So so when Kelly had the opportunity to to come to work at the radio station, we talked about her joining a version of this show back in like what 2004, 2005, yeah, a long time ago. Uh, her dream finally came true in 2015, where she had the opportunity to come in here and work with me, and it was a dream come oh. true. You know, it's always been a dream of mine to work with Brandon. <laughs> Ever since I saw his uh, long mullet when he was uh, okay, we're not going to go sixteen. Back that far. But so, so now she and I don't know that it was her dream, but you guys, I'm sure, 100%. have realized how great it is to work okay. with. Okay, okay. If you're here for me to just like give you accolades, I don't. I, let, let's have Kelly do that. <laughs> she feels a little awkward, maybe. What's awkward about that? Uh, you asking her to give you compliments. No, tell me Actually, what I... I'm here for you to give me compliments. So, Boom. Really? Yeah, like, tell me how much you love being my new bestie. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. This yep. is about to be a disaster. I, I I would love... You know, my love language is words of affirmation, and now we're have, we have a friendship, so we need uh, to... Well, good luck, because he is not good <laughs> at words of affirmation. <laughs> that is... Uh, well. You don't think so? I do... Okay. I can tell by the look. You don't think I'm good. Oh, at it. sometimes I no. Like I will tell you whenever I say something nice, you can tell. <laughs> She's like, "What? Oh my gosh! Write this down." No, I'll look at him like because normally it, he he doesn't say very nice things, and and so I'll look at him, and then he almost gets mad at me because I don't believe him, and he'll oh. like, "I'm not saying anything again." So, I'm, yeah, no more niceness. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I just wanted to make sure that you're being serious. Aww. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah, beneath, yes. beneath see, all of yeah. that, all of this huh? that I see here, he's very nice. Yeah, yeah. So you believe this is a, a facade? This is a, not an necessarily exterior. a facade, but uh, like fifty percent of a facade. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you have it's a, a wall. It's I think a you have a wall because you are, you know, a, a public figure, mm-hmm. and so you know, you kind of have to sometimes put a little bit of a wall up. But you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna penetrate that wall, and I'm gotcha. just gonna, like, you know, build it, build it down, and. I'm going to get to know the real Well, brand. good luck, because it's been 20 years for me. <laughs> you're, you're not I'm wrong. Still I probably to, won't. I probably won't. I'm no, still trying to figure him out. So, but let's talk about, because what she's realized, and I think what uh, poor Bethania and Brad have realized at KJ&B, is that dealing with me on shoots can be a little bit of work. <laughs> like, as far as, like, lighting and angles Let and me, camera shots. And, it's funny, because people, when we look at us, mm-hmm. you probably think I'm the, you know, more demanding one. Do you know that, why do I feel like this is a, re- a broken record <laughs> like this is what we do let me tell you what the what the secret is what's the secret uh, i'm gonna give you his wife's number no what no no les, i've heard i've heard great things about les leslie i want to meet you okay. she's listening well, does she listen to no this? here's the uh, thing well yeah if she wakes up in time yes yeah, she listens brandon to baxter I'm, i don't believe she's awake just yet she, number one she knows i have her back yeah. Number two, she uh, does not let him away with anything, and it's the greatest thing ever. Uh, yes. Number three, okay. she always needs help, and we can help wrangle. Love right. that. There you well, go. Yeah, it's great. Aww. It's great to now have three women who are dead set against me, my wife, Kelly, and Bethania. Cheers. If you would like to become part of the Brandon Baxter Wrangle Club. <clears throat> yeah, there you go. Uh, again, we're going to do Northeast Arkansas. It's going to air in the KJNB News on CBS and Fox. Uh, and we're going to go out. And if you if you have a restaurant that you think we need to feature, 
Let us know. Yes. DM us. And let me just say, I've gotten to see a little bit of y'all's footage. <laughs> y'all, it's so cute. It's going to be really good. I, I, en- I enjoyed it. I'm going to go ahead and say Aww. that. And I Thank think it you. is going to be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think we're going to have the chance to really um, highlight some places that maybe haven't been highlighted before. Yes. In the form that we're going to do that with television, with radio, with digital and all that stuff. So if you have a place you're like, hey, they need to come by here because this is a great place or this is my favorite spot and it's yeah. here in Rector, it's in mm-hmm. Kennett, it's in Truman, it's in Paragould. Hey, we want to know about all of them. Fine. Because we want to hit all of them. Yeah. I want it's to try all of that. North Eats, Arkansas, coming soon to KJNB. Of course, this is home is uh, is kind of your staple on KJNB News. Yeah. Where are you going? Anything uh, planned this week? Um, so we have media day today. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the football media day. And oh, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I do I do so many. This is homes. So I do about three a week. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> is there any truth to the fact that the mayor, Harold Copenhaver, really gets on your nerves? Brandon gets on my nerves. Isn't that what Where you told me the from? other day? You're such a hey, liar. He, look that. at him. He literally will make up a flat lie and just say it. Just to start stuff. No, I wouldn't do that. Brandon, yes, you would. No, wow. I wouldn't. You do it weekly. Sorry, Cope. I, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. So. I want to do a carpool karaoke with the mayor. <gasps> with him? Yes. In the do you know he's? Do you know he has a background in singing? His not father yet. was a opera singer, a tenor, and so we have. No, you do not understand. Mayor Copenhaver and I are the maybe the same human. So he used to play the trumpet in high school, right? And I did. I started as a trumpet major right. in college. We're the same human, and so we um, have a background in singing. I don't think he actually studied music, but he did. You know, take um, music courses in college. Yeah. But yeah. Wow, I didn't realize so all that. Cool. Yeah. Well, and so she was, you know, big time into opera. That was kind of like your passion. That's, yeah, that's what I did for forever. And now, you know, that I'm in Arkansas, I'm not doing that. There's no um, professional opera sure. in Arkansas, mm-hmm. so I don't do that here. But uh, yeah, that was my main gig. What wow. was it you were telling me the other day about like the way you can hold notes or something, the way you have to train for that? You told me something about that. Like cardio. Yeah. So opera, you know, people are like, well, I've been to a musical mm-hmm. um, because they, you know, people don't go to operas, but that's, it's the same thing. The only thing is that opera is not mic'd. So you're not oh, mic'd. That's and that's why, that's why it takes us about a decade of actually training to teach your body. You have to learn about the breathing mechanism, how it all works so that your body learns how to carry, like you have to be so loud and work those, you know, frequencies so that your voice carries over the orchestra, which is what, like 50 people playing, Golly. right? So you're not mic'd, so you have to carry through that. So you have to learn how to, you know, amplify your voice. How That's do you why. do wow. that? Like, yeah. how do you train that? Diaphragm. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, <laughs> sure, you, but I mean, it's really just kind of learning, free, it's science, because frequencies carry over, it, it doesn't matter how loud it is, it's the frequent, you have to get the right oh. amount of resonance okay. and frequencies, and it, it has to ring right so that the audience hears it. You're a teacher too, aren't you? Yeah. I love it. That's so interesting. Yeah, I know. That's why. I'm sure your husband loves the fact that you can yell over an orchestra. (laughs) Can you imagine their neighborhood? Or (laughs) like telling him no or to stop in op and like. That's so. Yes. He tells. So I'm. Yes, I can be very loud. I can yell. But he tells me when you're mad at me, just yell at me in Spanish so that I don't understand it as well. Brilliant. Hey, are you, uh, am I right that you're teaching your son both languages? Yes. So I only speak Spanish to him. My husband only speaks English, so he only obviously speaks English. So yeah. That is so awesome. I love it. So when you have conversations like with your family about Mm -hmm. your husband, he has no idea what you're talking about. He has no idea. This is brilliant. I know. I know. I know. We take advantage of it, but um, he is taking a Spanish class Uh uh, at the Hispanic Center and he's just started, I think like three weeks ago. And so who knows? He might learn, but we'll see. Whole lot to him.
Right. What? Is it Hala? Hola. Brandon. Hola? Uh-huh. I'm saying hi to him in Spanish. No. The you eight, know how yes. to say that. Are you, are you, Hola. Are you no, kidding? Hola. He's trying. The H is silent. Try it again. Hola. <laughs> the H is silent. No, I have issues with this and you both know this. When I get on a oh. thing, I can't stop. Oh, okay. Hola. 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 And I'm doing it just country version. Hola. Hola. Como esta? Hola. Como esta? Como. What? No, oh, now I've got it messed up. No, Como esta? Yep. Como esta? That's, yeah, that's what I was saying. No. <laughs> anyway, Bethany Beret Harrison joins us in studio this morning. Check her out on KJNB, CBS, and Fox. And Northeast Arkansas is coming to your TV and the radio and your social media soon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Emily Anguiano, who is the director of the Miracle League of Jonesboro. Emily, welcome on to the show. How are you feeling this morning? I'm feeling good. Uh, from what Kelly has told me, you heard me attempting uh, Spanish a few minutes ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, how did I do? Um, you know, I'll give you I'll give you a seven out of ten. Uh, see, I told you Emily, I was doing pretty well. I will say he practiced your last name for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Anguiano. Hey, I bet people pronounce your last name wrong all the time, right? Yes. Yep, I've heard it all different versions. Give me your favorite That's one. That's what I was yeah, going to say. Like, what do you hear most of the time? Like, if you're at the doctor's office and they're calling you back, what do you hear? Um, Aguino. Aguino, okay. Yeah. And it's Anguiano. Yes. So, hey, tell me about your gig with the Miracle League and why this is something, um, you know, basically that, that you jumped into, that you wanted to be a part of, because I would assume with the different programming out there, that's a, that's a pretty big job. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, what, um, yeah, what is it about it that made you want to do that? Um, I love working with kids, and uh, it's just that when the job opportunity came at my hands, I was like, yes, I've got to take this. Like, this is something that I want to do. I want to work with these kids. I want to build a program for them. And um, it's also around sports, and I absolutely love sports. So it was it was two things put together, and I was like, yes, this is, this is my opportunity right here. Hey, I was excited to see one of the events you guys have coming up, and it's coming up on Saturday, is a child safety and fingerprint event. <clears throat> and the neat thing about this is, is you know, we've, we've seen these events happen in the past, but Emily, it's been a long time. And these are important events that I think there's been a void in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, how did you guys go about getting the idea to put this back together and bring it back? So the Jonesboro Optimist Club came to me and they were like, look, we... Uh, we did this in the past, and we would like to do it again. We want to put these kids together for the kids, uh, kids of all ages, for families, um, so that in the event that a child does go missing, they have their fingerprints and an ID card that they can take to the police department, and they're able to use them to identify them while they're looking. I remember when Kai was young, we went to an event where this was happening. And just the idea that you have, it's just an extra piece of mind. Like, hey, mm-hmm. obviously we want to we want to pray that nothing ever happens to our kids and they're always going to be safe. But in the event that something does happen, like to have the fingerprints and the ID kit, that's super important. So, so with this event that's coming up on Saturday at the Miracle League, uh, what do we need to know about this? What are the hours coming up on Saturday that we need to be out there and, and that we can be a part of this? The event Saturday, July 15th from 10 to 12. Um, it'll be underneath the pavilion next to the playground. Okay. So is there anything that we need to bring? Is it just us and our kids and anything like that that we need to know? Uh, just just you and your kids. That's all. 
And is there any need to RSVP or pre-register, or can we just show up the day of the event? Yes. Um, if you go on the Miracle League Facebook page, there is a sign-up on the flyer. You can click the link or use the QR code, and it'll take you right to the registration form. So people do need to pre-register before before Saturday? Yes. All right. Again, it's happening this coming Saturday. It's July the 15th. It's the Child Safety and Fingerprint event with the Miracle League of Jonesboro and the Jonesboro Police Department. A great way to uh, get out there and get that information for your kids, have it recorded just in case something uh, bad happens. Emily Anguiano joins us this morning live on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Emily, have a great morning. You too, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Rodney Poff from Jonesboro Occasions Magazine, who I realized, I was talking to Matt Stoltz just a second ago, and I realized um, that what what people think when they hear us is that (laughs) I pick on Rodney while he's on the radio. And that's exactly Brandon, you do. Congratulations for telling the truth once. But here's the other part that I just explained to Matt that just now really I understood it. What Matt doesn't know and nobody else knows is that Rodney picks on me all week. What are you talking <laughs> well, about? I don't, I don't think I've sent you anything other than I will be there on Wednesday morning. No, there was something. Sounds like a good friend to me. Last week, he ended up in a text with me and our GM, and he was stirring the GM against me. Who does that? Somebody who's had. At least a decade yeah. of abuse. Yes. That's Thank payback. You. Has it really mm-hmm. been that long? Has it been it's a been longer than that? Yeah. Man, where does that time go? Mm-hmm. Is that ever weird? Yeah. I was talking to Kai the other day. I'm Dude, like, I'm 57. Yeah. It happens to me every day. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> so, yeah, when we met, you were probably my age now. Yeah. I was explaining to Kai. I'm like, do you realize whenever, um, I guess when Kai was born, I was uh, his, his pops. Ronnie was basically my age and we thought, Oh, he's a grandpa. He's old. But when you, you reflect on that, you're like, Oh my gosh, that's 14 years ago, 60 years old. Yep. That's so wild. That happens. If we're lucky that happens. No. Yeah, for sure. Hey, so the July issue of occasions magazine is the big issue. This is the one where people want to go through. And I went through the list of, of all the different awards. Uh, And there's so many different categories and so many people in Northeast Arkansas that had the chance to be celebrated. Yeah. It's it's big. Some of you may have realized we don't actually have the magazine out on the streets yet. They'll be out tomorrow. We had a little printing issue, but the digital side is up. So, um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's also the biggest issue you put out all year. Yes, it is. Doesn't it almost double in size as far as the magazine size? Almost double. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. So I would assume that your wife did a bunch of work and you probably just kicked back and drank a beer. No doubt. Yeah, I, I never do anything there. You and Michael Weavers are out there golfing. She- <laughs> oh, wow. I haven't, I haven't touched my clubs quit in throwing, about six weeks. Have you not? Right and quit Schedule. throwing Michael Weavers in here. Just, he is the uh, most Weavers is fair game. Yeah, but but he gets some of that just because he golfs with me. Okay. Yes. yeah. So he brings it on himself. Guilty yes. by association. A million percent. Hey, so Rodney comes in. We talk about Jonesboro Occasions Magazine. We talk about the events that are happening in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, what do we have over the next couple of days? Because I'll be honest, ever since the 4th of July, I'm kind of not sure what's happening. <laughs> I completely get it. It's, it's so weird to have... Well, Kelly's throwing things on the floor. Over there, she folks. did not like that comment. She's had enough of Brandon, too. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so the 4th of July, though, yeah, kind of throws it, everything it, off. It being on a Tuesday, and most people had Monday off, and it threw 
everything. Yes. I, I, all last week, I was like, what day is this? Right. Yeah. And this week, it feels like I even said to Kai and his buddy, we were going to the gym. I'm like, I have no idea what day. Is this Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. I have no clue. Uh, so what's coming up over the next couple of days in Northeast Arkansas? Over the next couple of days, uh, starting tomorrow, Thursday, Bradbury Art Museum will host an opening reception for Transit Terrain and Other Spatial Narratives, a solo exhibition by Mary Ann Strandell. The reception will take place from 5 to 6.30 and is free to the public. Refreshments will be served. Uh, viewing hours are Tuesday through Saturday from noon to 5 until August 30th. You can call 972-3687 for more information on that. I figured you'd have information on that because if anybody knows about solo exhibitions, it's Rodney Poff. <laughs> and on Saturday, the 15th, uh, the, the Glass Factory... <laughs> Will host the, the summer concert featuring Mary Beth Bird, Coy Jackson, and Will Wright. Yeah. Will the Thrill. This will begin at 7 o'clock Saturday at the Glass Factory at 313 West Huntington. To purchase tickets, go to eventbrite.com. That'll be fun. Um, and then a little later in the month, just to kind of a heads up on a couple of things. Friday the 21st, St. Bernard's will offer a free community wellness screening from 7 to 10 a.m. at the St. Bernard's Auditorium which is located at 505 East Washington. Participants may uh, take advantage of numerous free screening opportunities, including blood pressure, height, weight, BMI, anemia, glucose, hemoglobin, A1C, a lipid panel, and a colon cancer screening. Sounds like a party, man. (laughs) Uh, That's important. That's so cool that they do those free screenings. Uh, You can call 207-7302 for more information on that. And then um, the 22nd, Saturday the 22nd, Foundation of Arts in Jonesboro will host Metal Mayhem Fest. Oh, my gosh. So, I haven't heard about this. Yeah, me either. This is going to be at the Brick House starting at 4 o'clock. Um, this night of heavy metal music will feature musicians such as the Delirium Effect, Monkey Thumb, okay. Pantheon, The Weeping Gate, Second Life, Tomb of Withering, Severe Head Wound, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. I didn't know you had a band. That was a shaving accident. And, and uh, Sleuthfoot. Uh, tickets wow. are $15 in advance or 20 at the door. To reserve a ticket, call uh, 935-2726 or go to foajonesbroad.org. And I guess, you know, Weavers, we were talking about Michael Weavers a few minutes ago. One of the little known things about him was that he has a metal band. Uh, and he he plays often, so I didn't realize that. Did you know that? I, I, I yeah, I knew he was. Mis- I didn't know he had a metal band. <laughs> no, yeah, he has a metal band. He's a headbanger. Brandon, you are a liar. No, he is. Why would I make that up? Because you're. <laughs> because that's all you do. <laughs> and you can find out more about Occasions Magazine when you go to JonesboroOccasions.com. Don't forget if you want to check out the digital copy of their biggest issue of the year, the awards issue. It is up right now, JonesboroOccasions.com. And the magazine, the physical magazine, will be out Thursday. And Friday. So it is Mr. Rodney Poff so eloquently puts it at the end of every Jones for Occasions <laughs> event roster. Poff off. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We are joined this morning by the man you need. Yay. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. Mm-hmm. He is our best friend. Yes. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care, back with Wet Nose Wednesday. Dr. Reed, good morning. How are you? Good morning. We're doing good. We're, we're kind of limping along. Our internet's down right now, so oh. you know you, you don't realize how much you depend on that every day. 
No, yeah, that's crazy. Anytime we have an issue, we actually had a slow uh, router this morning. The first thing I heard from Kelly this morning was, the internet's slow. <laughs> I've restarted the router yeah. twice. So, uh, Hey, did uh, Kelly brought this up a few minutes ago to me. She reminded me that the other day, uh, you guys at VetCare made quite a scene on Parker Road. Was your building on fire? Uh, no, it wasn't actually on fire. I got a call. I was just getting ready to leave the house. Patty was here and got here a little earlier and he said, I, I, there's, uh, I walked into the business office and there's just like this haze of smoke in here. And I said, are the you know, aquarium pumps still running? I thought, well, maybe a pump's kind of burned up or something. He said, yeah, the aquarium's running. And I said, well, I don't know. I said, call, call the fire department and, uh, you know, have them come check it out. Mm. And happened that we've got a kind of a side office at the end of the building and um, the air conditioner wasn't on yet. So apparently it was an electrical uh, type because you could smell, you know, how when you smell an electrical uh, a cord burn or something, mm-hmm. it's got that kind of plastic smell. And uh, I guess the smoke just kind of was collected in there because there was no air circulation since the uh, air conditioner wasn't running. We got a smoke detector right outside in the hallway, but it hadn't really even made it out to there. So she called 911, and, I mean, by the time I got here, uh, there were there were three of the big engines here. Uh, <laughs> at the fire chief's uh, little um, car or SUV. Um, I think there were 15 firemen here, yeah. and I walked into the business office, and, you know, you could tell that the smoke had kind of dissipated by then, but... Uh, you still had that burning wire odor. And uh, one of the firemen said to me, she, he said, you know, honestly, we'd almost rather come in and find a fire because he said, these kind of things, we don't, you know, sometimes you never figure them out. And we still hadn't figured out what, what it was. I think it might have oh, been wow. the battery backup on the server. I've got to have that checked out. But anyway, they were very quick on, uh, I think they were here within four, four or five minutes or less. And, uh, you know, very thorough. They went upstairs, checked things, went around. and. Uh, checked all the uh, cords and outlets in the office, and uh, you know I really appreciate their quick response. And you know it makes you feel good knowing that if something does like that ha- like that happens, uh, you know you're going to have some pretty pretty uh, timely and immediate response from the mm-hmm. fire department. So a shout out to them. Kevin, is there any truth that once Patty saw 15 firemen that she now calls the fire department to come out every day? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I she's, think she's scheduled a photo shoot for the calendar. She's making a calendar. Hey, no, our buddy Jason Olson, he works for the uh, Jonesboro Fire Department. He started, you know how they have the pole in the fire department? Don't, like they slide down the pole? Don't. He started a dance class okay. to entertain people at the fire department. Okay. So, uh, shout out to our buddy Jason Olson. <laughs> anyway, that was our excitement. A good way to start off the Monday. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, no, no uh, major issues, but... Again, I thank them for their professionalism and and uh, quick response because you know you never know. I mean, it, it could have been could have been a lot worse. And also thanks to friends and clients that called to check on us because obviously it was quite a spectacle with that many fire <laughs> and people driving by the bypass and on Parker Road saw it. So uh, anyway, we're we're good and hadn't had any more uh, episodes. So thank thankfully. So again, Dr. Kevin Reed from VetCare comes on with us. We do Wet Nose Wednesday with the doc. Uh, doc, <clears throat> what do you have for us today? What do we need to know about our pets? Well, this is kind of, you know, I like to talk about timely things. and I haven't actually seen a case like this, but we're getting into the time of the year where I, I know I will. And we may have talked about it a couple of years ago, but 
it's kind of an interesting case, but basically, usually what you see is it's kind of late summer or about this time, even up into early fall, but most commonly, it can happen to dogs and cats, puppies and kittens, but what we usually see is a kitten will come in and the owner says it's got a hole in its neck, and it's usually up around the head. Uh, I've had seen one kitten with it right above its eye. Uh, usually, they're on the neck, and what this is, and if you look real closely in that hole, you see movement in it, and um, it's like, you know, all of a sudden, you watch it, and this little creature comes up and kind of moves around in there. And what this is, it's actually a botfly larva, and the genus is Cuterebra, uh, so it's called Cuterebriasis or Cuterebrosis, uh, the condition. And, and these are um, a fly that they're, they're parasites of rodents and rabbits. And what happens is the adult flies lay eggs on blades of grass or in the nest of a rabbit or a rodent, and they hatch, and they crawl into the skin of the host, you know, the rodent or rabbit, or in most cases, a kitten or a puppy. And the, these are like little maggots, and they usually enter the nasal passage oh. or the mouth. And from there, they um, kind of migrate through various internal tissues, can go through the lungs. But ultimately, they make their way to right under the skin where it's called a warble there. And uh, these maggots mature, and I hope nobody's eating Rice Krispies now, but um, <laughs> um, about an inch long. And what happens is they eventually emerge from that hole, drop to the ground, pupate, and become an adult fly. And then the cycle continues where the female lays eggs and it goes through the whole thing. So right. they have to have a them to complete their life cycle and like i said in most cases it's a rodent or a, a rabbit but young kittens uh puppies i've seen it in adult cats too usually adult cats are pretty good if they you know um they can groom themselves before these uh little larvae enter their their tissues but it's pretty pretty dramatic and, and what can happen potentially complications you know they can also these um Larvas are migrating. They can cause some neurologic signs, some ophthalmic lesions if they get into the eye, uh, respiratory type, uh, you know, coughing. They can have some, um, you know, inflammation in the lungs. But fortunately, the treatment is just basically trying. Usually, we use a little pair of tweezers or forceps, and uh, sometimes they have to enlarge the opening in the skin. But basically, it's just pulling that little larva out of there, and. Um, it's uh, pretty dramatic. You know, mm. Usually the, the wounds heal up real fast, and, uh, you know, we try not to avoid, uh, you know, crushing the larva because that can cause, a, like, an anaphylactic reaction, an allergic oh reaction just from the um, tissues of the of the maggot, basically, under the skin. So, uh, but it is pretty gratifying type, uh, type uh, procedure because, you know, it's uh, sometimes the owners are kind of, Kind of freaked out because they do actually see that little larva under the skin moving in and out of that hole. So, um, just something to be aware of. Got especially got kittens that go outside. You know, this is the time of the year when that starts and uh, goes on up into the fall. But you know, right usually it, it's over after the first frost. So, uh, because that will kill the the actual larva on the on the uh, grass. So, uh, just kind of an interesting presentation that. We see with some frequency during the summer months. That's so wild because I've never really uh, either had that with an animal. We've had a bunch of animals. I never had to experience that, but now we know mm -hmm. what to uh, expect if that happens. So. 
And that's the reason we turn to this guy every Wednesday for Wet Nose Wednesday. He is the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is a man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. They're the building that had all the fire trucks. On Parker Road in Jonesboro, find out more at vet-care.com. And on Facebook, when you search Vet Care Jones. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by Danny Graham, who is in studio representing Ag for Autism. Danny, it's been a minute since we've had the chance to have you in studio with us. How you feeling today? Doing great. Doing great. We certainly appreciate you having us on. Hey, we had the chance um, to catch up with you at uh, Fourth Fest. We did the Red, White, and Blue Color Run, and our friends at uh, Central Chevrolet were like, hey, we want to make sure that we're giving money to Ag for Autism, right? They were a big corporate sponsor for the event. Uh, and you were ready to go out there and have fun and celebrate America and, and raise some money. Absolutely. We had a great time out there. Danny, I'd like to apologize for Brandon uh, because I know he pegged you with some color. Didn't no, you? it's because he mm, I was okay. in the wrong place. Sorry. Uh, okay. I, I should well, have been standing there. I just feel as if sometimes Brandon picks on certain people, and I wanted to make sure you were okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was fine after I got home, got a shower. Brandon, didn't you, no. like, throw the bucket no, or something? No, no. We're not going to talk about the bucket. Okay. We're not the bucket t- of color that no gonna, one We're not going to talk about that. Yeah, just the contents, the whole bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Danny's last appearance on the show. Goodbye, Danny. It's been nice talking to you. Back out of here. <laughs> hey, we first met you, um, God, it seems like it's been five or six years ago um, with Ag for Autism. Tell people who, who maybe they don't really know exactly what Ag for Autism is. Uh, tell us how this organization came together and what it's about. Okay. We, uh, we started about 11 years ago. Uh, it was several uh, ag-related companies in Northeast Arkansas got together, saw the need for uh, raising money for autism because there wasn't a whole lot of opportunities there for families with autistic children that were having to transport their kids back and forth a long distance to get therapy. And those those companies merged together and came up with the organization, and we've just tried to pick the ball up and run with it and do the best we could. So how is it that you can take these companies who compete, like you compete uh, in the industry, but you can all come together to raise money for autism. How did that work out? Oh, it, it's amazing to see how everybody works together. It's uh, we, we compete out on the turn rows with each other, but uh, once we get together, we put all that aside and uh, really, really join forces and do a great job raising money. So do you mind telling us why this is important to you, why you kind of have stepped out in front of this? Yes, I've got uh, two autistic sons, and uh, luckily we're in a really good school district at Green County Tech that has a good program, but we've saw the need in a lot of other school districts that don't have as good of funding for their uh, special needs programs. So that's why we really like to uh, interject money into the school districts because we see how many children it touches. So you guys go out and you fundraise at multiple different events and things that you guys organize throughout the year. When when people are a part of a fundraiser for Ag for Autism or they donate to Ag for Autism, how does that help? Oh, it's uh, we try and put their their money to good use and get the most bang for our buck, and that's why we really like uh, working with individuals that work directly with autistic children right. or school districts because you get. 20 kids in a special needs program for five years running and you can interject into that and you can make a really big difference. Yeah. So, so I guess probably early on, I think what we know now in 2023 is that autism has probably been around a lot longer uh, than we thought. Now we know what it is. We can, we can uh, diagnose it early. We can help people earlier. Uh, some of the tools though are kind of what you guys 
try to provide to these schools and these individuals. Right, right. Some of the uh, the iPads with these new apps that allow uh, kids to uh, communicate, whereas before it took a $10,000 speaking device. Now you can buy a $500 iPad wow. and a $300 iTunes gift card and buy these apps that allow these kids to do the same thing that such specialized equipment in the past it took. So when you guys go out and you're able to give these grants and you're able to give either, you know, the, the items, the money or the tools to these parents or to these educators, tell me about that experience, what that feels like, because I would imagine that is one of the reasons you do it. I would assume that's extremely rewarding. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you see uh, you give an iPad to a parent, that's in need of one mm-hmm. uh, to work with their child. I tell you what, it, it pulls at the heartstrings. It really does. And I wish all of our supporters could be more involved. And that's what we're trying to do this year with our uh, community fest kind of on the 22nd is allow our supporters to come see and speak directly to some of these recipients and see how big of an impact it makes because it really does. Once you see how your yeah. money's going to use, you don't mind giving it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that because <clears throat> you're doing an event at Central Baptist Church coming up on the 22nd of July, Community Fest and Grant Giving, where uh, money that you all have raised with Ag for Autism over the last year is going to be distributed to different uh, people, families, and organizations. Uh, what is this event going to be like and, and who all can attend it? Anyone is, 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 we encourage anyone that's been involved or would like to get involved to come out and see who we are and what we do. Uh, this is our first year for it. Before, we've always gone to the individuals or the school yeah. districts and given the money and taken a few pictures, put it on the website. But we haven't had the impact that we're trying to make of, sure. hey, let's get the community involved and allow them to come out, look, touch, and feel, and see exactly what we're doing. No, I think when you know it and you see it, it's the same way that when I've been a part of, like, let's say it's a Make-A-Wish deal. When you see that, you realize, hey, this is the reason that people do this. And there is the reason that people fundraise for Ag for Autism, and that is to be able to see these parents who might not otherwise have these tools all of a sudden be able to help their kids. As parents, all we want to do is be able to provide for our kids. And in situations where maybe there's parents who can't, that's where Ag for Autism steps in. Absolutely. That's that's what it's all about right there, to to help the ones that that need the help. And when you see how impactful it is, I I tell you what, it's really humbling. Let's do this. <clears throat> there's going to be an element of people. There's going to be people who hear this this morning or on the podcast who have never heard of Ag for Autism, or maybe there's somebody who is in need. Maybe it's an individual or they know a family who could use some of these tools or resources, or maybe there's somebody who's an administrator at a school or a teacher at a school who says, we don't have everything we need. How can they get in touch with you and apply for these grants? All of our uh, social media platforms have a link to our uh, webpage. Uh, but mainly, uh, we have a new girl that's working with us, kind of a, a full-time lady, to answer the phone. Uh, there's a phone number on our on our website, and uh, all the social media pages have that that contact information of how to get in touch with us. So if you want to go on Facebook and find our Facebook page or Instagram or, or whatever social media platform you're privy to, get on there. You can look up Ag for Autism, and you can find where we are and, and how to get in touch with us. It's so neat to see that uh, people come together, companies come together, farmers come together, and they want to uh, help raise money. And uh, with the red, white, and blue color run, uh, the portion of the proceeds that we wanted to be able to hand over to you guys, we told you we wanted to uh, to give you some money to go toward the program. And I have a check here we'd like to present from East Arkansas Broadcasters, which is uh, K-Fine and all of our radio stations, in the amount of an additional $1,200 for Ag for Autism that you guys can use uh, toward the program and the grants. Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate it. And uh, I'd like to thank you and, and Kelly and everybody involved that helped raise this money and, and to your supporters. 
And that's that's something we're gaining a lot of traction on. Yep. We're starting to get other organizations raise money on our behalf. Yeah. We can only do so much, but when other organizations start raising money on our behalf and giving it to us, I tell you what, we are really starting to gain some traction. Well, you're a heck of an ambassador. Yeah, I was I was about to say that. Yeah, <clears throat> for you to take time out of your day and and your busy job, or I mean, it's a it's a number. You're, you're you play in a numbers industry too. You know, you got to get out there and you got to hit your numbers. You got to do your sales and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, when you come out and you say this is a passion project, mm-hmm. Ag for Autism is something I know you're not making money for, but it's a heck of a lot of work mm-hmm. that gets thrown in your lap. And there's a couple of you that really work hard uh, to do that. But it's it's in addition to a full time job. Uh, we appreciate the work that you're doing. Well, I, I thank you for that, and and I want to thank the board and all the members that are involved with Act for Autism because they put in a lot of work too, and they know who they are, yep. and hopefully they're listening, and and this tells them why they do what they do. Again, Ag for Autism, you can search them on all the socials. And if you want to share this uh, later on today, we'll put it on the podcast. Let people know the amount of work and the reason you're doing the work. Danny Graham joins us in studio this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc.